and a collect for this new year. Eternal Lord God, we give you thanks for bringing us through the changes of time to the beginning of another year. Forgive us the wrong we have done in the year that is past and help us to spend the rest of our days to your honour and glory. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now we have a reader to bring our readings to us. Our first reading this morning is from Psalm 148. Uh, Yes, 148. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, you highest heavens, and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created. He established them forever and ever. He fixed their bounds which cannot be passed. Praise the Lord from the earth, you sea monsters and all deeps, fire and hail, snow and frost, stormy wind fulfilling his command, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, creeping things and flying birds, king of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and women alike, old and young together. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His glory is above earth and heaven. He has raised up a horn for his people. Praise for all his faithful. Praise for the people of Israel who are close to him. Praise the Lord. The New Testament reading is Luke chapter 2, verse 15. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child, lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it has been told them. After eight days had passed, it was time to circumcise the child, and he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. This is the word of the Lord. I think we've all done well to be here today. I did wonder whether after a proliferation of services and events, everyone would be too tired to stagger in, but it's Sunday morning and it's lovely to see all of you here. Uh, Welcome to this first service. We had an eight o'clock, but this first service of music and word and sacrament of 2023. Almost always the first thing that we ask when we meet someone uh, for the first time, and it happened here for me and my wife a few months ago, is, what's your name? You meet someone. What's your name? And there were one or two folks here when I said, what's your name? I said, ah, 
yes, I've never met you before, but, um, and things like that. Names carry significance for us sometimes, don't they? The Bible is full of names and lots and lots of people. And there are many names for us to get to know. But some names are of people who were very special. And it is the season of quizzes, so we could have a quiz this morning, but we won't. Uh, For you to choose some names from Scripture of people whose names carry meaning. Jacob, David, Abraham. Special meanings helping us to understand God's working with God's people. God's working out of his plan in the world, the plan of salvation. My name means God's peace. So if there was someone in the Bible with my name, which there isn't, uh, though my middle name is John, so I've caught up with that one, um, it would be to teach us something of God's peace. The record of the way God delivers peace in the world and in our lives. And indeed, the child in the manger is to be called, amongst other things, Prince of Peace. Over Christmas, you may have heard or read the Bible passage in which we hear how the angel came to visit Mary. Today we've heard about the shepherds. It's on page 56 of your New Testament section if you'd like to have that open. But the angel that came to Mary told her not only that she was to have a child and that he was to be born by God's miraculous work, but that he was to have a name chosen by God too, Jesus. And that's the theme of this Sunday, the naming of Jesus And the angel had also told Mary that her son would be great. And to help us all understand that he is God's son, the angel said he would be called son of the most high. That is son of God. So Mary knew all of this from God, including her baby's name, even before Jesus was born. Names matter. And this name, Jesus, is the most important name ever given to any baby, ever. Before that first Christmas, since that first Christmas, forever in all eternity. The name that is above every name. I don't know whether you noticed uh, that even in the difficult year that's just passed, there was quite a big build-up to Christmas in our society, wasn't there? And sometimes for me, Christmas seems in the world to be a bit like a a, a big firework. You know, it's exciting, it costs a lot, you wait for the time when you're going to light it, you all gather around, you light it. I ought to have a demonstrator, didn't I, really? Um, Lynn, have you got a firework on you? No. Um, You hold it up and you light it and... And and then... It's gone. It's gone. What have you got left? You've got a crumpled piece of soggy paper. Christmas seems so important. And then people look around afterwards and it's all over. There's a feeling of that this week. It's over. Last Sunday was Christmas. Around us, lights are being switched off, taken down, trees disappearing. And very soon, it's like it never happened. But of course... For there to be nothing after Christmas is a travesty of reality. 
It flies in the face of God's plan for everything. Because after Christmas, it's not nothing, it is everything. Everything is possible for us as humans because of God and Christ. And Christmas does light the blue touch paper for that, but it never goes out. After Christmas, it's not nothing. It's everything. A saviour has been born. A chance to reach out to God. To reignite the family, friendship, relationship, bond that we were made to have with the creator God who made us, who made everybody and everything that there ever has been. And this baby grows to be the one who goes ahead to prepare a place for us that we might be with him in that restored relationship forever where time doesn't matter anymore. No more watches. No time to worry about. Eternal rejoicing and glory. It makes what the angels did on the first Easter night across the fields of Bethlehem pale into almost nothing when we imagine what spending eternity with Christ will be like. And that's the point. In our reading today, we meet some men who, until that first Christmas night, didn't know any of this at all. There's only one thing about them, and I'll mention that in a second. The shepherds. I should think they were cold, wet, probably, miserable, doing their job. And we rush over this passage. They're sitting there doing that, and an angel comes. Says, yeah, an angel comes, yeah. Uh, hands up anyone who's met an angel this Christmas. An angel comes and speaks to them. Not just comes, but speaks to them. And actually the shepherds didn't have just one angel. Mary had just one angel. She did have probably Gabriel, who was chief angel. But, you know, whoever came to the shepherds, he brought the gang. Because there was a whole massive, probably a choir although Luke says they praised, they don't say they sang, but I'm sure they did sing, because we do sing. We're really grateful for the choir to be here today. They have done a lot of singing in the last few weeks, and a lot of practicing. A choir of angels doing what we're doing this morning, praising God. But this first angel gives them a message. It doesn't say there's been a baby born in, in Bethlehem tonight, because they might just say, well, you know, big deal, probably there has, you know, so what? A saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah. And that's the one thing they did know. Advent, the season of waiting, is over. We still have an Advent wreath, but it's not lit, because we're not waiting anymore. Christ has come. Christ is here. And actually, we have a cross because Christ is risen. Christ, Jesus, the Messiah. Christ and Messiah, same word, two languages. Full of meaning for us. Special meaning. They're reminding us that the Israelites have been waiting for centuries for the Messiah. 
the Messiah who would forge the link back, who would create the bridge over the chasm between us and God over which we could cross. He would bridge it and create a bridge for us to cross, to return to that deep, close family relationship with God for which we were all made. That's the whole point of everything. The whole point of everything. And that's true if you're a young person starting out in life, if you're an older person in life. Some of us have bits stuck into us now, new bits of eyes and legs and shoulders and elbows and goodness knows what. In heaven we'll have new bodies and they'll work forever and there'll be no colds and flu and COVID and all the rest of it. The shepherds couldn't wait to see this amazing baby. They got it. This isn't ordinary. This is special. If this really is an angel, and this child really is the Messiah, we could be one of the first to see him. And what do they do? Do they saunter off? They say, well, we've got to ring the boss and decide who's going to look after the sheep while we go. No, they rushed. It's an important word in the Bible, rushing. We will get to Pentecost, and at Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit comes upon God's people, what does the Holy Spirit do? Does he saunter in and sit down and say, I'll wait till you've finished? He rushes into the room. When young shepherd boy David, shepherd, that's interesting, isn't it? Shepherd boy David is called back by father to meet the great prophet Samuel, When Samuel says, if you remember that story, haven't you got any other sons? You've got loads of sons. Yes, they're all great, fantastic, but none of these are God's man. Have you got another one? Father says, well, we've got David, you know, he's just a boy. Well, get him in. And God says to Samuel, that is my man. And Samuel anoints him. And at that point, the Bible tells us something happens. God's spirit rushes onto David. The boy kneeling before the great prophet is anointed with God's spirit and God's spirit never left David. Rushing in the Bible is really important. They rushed to find Jesus. Please God, there will be lots of people in Sheffield who rush to find Jesus this year. Pray for it. And they told his mother all that had happened, all these amazing things that they'd seen and heard. And then, they didn't need to go on an Alpha course, actually, we do. I'll be coming to that in the notices. They didn't need to go on an Alpha course. What did they do next? They went and told others. And who reacted like that, everyone was amazed. Everyone. And what did they do? They say, well, job done, we're back to the sheep now. No, they glorified and praised God, as we're doing in our service today. And that's how Luke begins to show us the beginning of the gospel message, the good news that still needs sharing all around the world today. The passage closes with the confirmation that Mary was again obedient to God's will and named her baby Jesus. Just as God had told her 
she should. What does Jesus mean? Another quiz question. Saviour. It is at that name that every knee will bow. And I can promise you they will because the Bible tells me so. Every knee will bow. It is in the name of Jesus that the Apostle John tells us that Paul the Apostle went out on his second missionary journey. He went out in the name. That's all it says. In the name. And we had that in our Psalm 148 reading as well. We've sung lots of carols. There's a great hymn writer um, of the 20th century, Timothy Dudley Smith, and we sing some of his hymns here. And a carol of his we haven't sung has this verse. We sing the song of shepherds to whom the tidings came. A child within a manger. A glory and a name. We too may kneel before him and wonder at his birth. The Lamb of God from heaven to bear the sins of earth. And I'd want to add a chorus there. Hallelujah. What a saviour. So, on this first day of the year, on this first Sunday morning service, I invite you to resolve, to ponder in your hearts all that you've learned and heard and seen and enjoyed over this Christmas. Think about the child in the manger that, as the carol puts it, lay there dreaming of Easter. Dream of Easter yourselves and, like Paul, set out into the new year in the name of Jesus. Amen.